0: Okay, Porter Air with a substantial announcement. They're going to buy a few airplanes, and they've also got plans to fly out of Pearson International Airport. For more, here's Canada's travel guy, Jim Byers, joins us now on 640 Toronto. Jim, good afternoon. Hey, Jeff. How are you? Hey, I'm well, thanks. Uh, tell us a bit about this announcement, if you could buy Porter. It uh, it looks fairly substantial. <laughs> yeah, 5.8 five, uh, 5. <laughs> billion, and that's
1: U.S. dollars. I don't know what that is in Canadian. It's Probably close to seven or, or a little bit more than that. So, uh, and that's billion with a B, of course. So this is just it's a, it's a massive deal. I think there's 30 planes are on a firm order, and then 50 more are they have the right to purchase 50 more. And these are Embraer jets, which are made in I believe Brazil. Um, doesn't matter what time it, but it's, it's an Embra uh, Embraer jet. They can hold about 120, 125 people, something along those lines. Depends on the on on how they lay it out. Um, but yeah, I mean Porter, you know, is most. Canadians know, and most people listening would probably understand, Toronto-based airline has generally been flying to places within a couple of hours. So they've got uh, turboprop jets out of Toronto Island or Billy Bishop Airport, and, you know, Chicago, New York, Myrtle Beach, uh, other destinations in Canada, in Ontario, Halifax, Quebec, that sort of thing. Um, But they haven't been flying, you know, anything really um, um, beyond that. And now with these new jets, I'm told, and I, I looked this up just a little while ago, they've got a... A total distance they can go of up to 4,800 kilometers. So that's far enough if they wanted to. That's like Barbados. It's um, even even the northern part of South America. You could even fly from from Dublin to Halifax with one of these planes. Um, uh, so I'm not sure they've got any plans to expand to there, but they did say they want to do San Francisco and Vancouver, uh, Los Angeles, Vegas, Nashville. Uh, Miami, uh, Nassau, the Bahamas. They said on their website that they, they they were including Mexico, but if you look at the map of their potential destinations, it's not showing Mexico. But I can't imagine why they wouldn't, you know, fly to Cancun or, or Cabo San Lucas. It's it's a pretty amazing dif- different big and a big change in the Canadian travel scene for sure.
0: All right, well let's talk about this because what does this tell us about the future of travel? First, because uh, obviously Porter is seeing some uh, real opportunity, some real growth on the horizon here.
1: Well, exactly. That's the first thing that struck me. It was like, wow, it's, you know, after a year and a half of of them not flying, and they may have had the longest layoff of anyone because they're not even starting up again until September 8th for Canadian destinations and September 17th for U.S. destinations. So that's a year and a half without flying. So, you know, they obviously saved a little bit of money. They did get a a loan from the federal government, but that's supposed to go for any of those canceled flights. So they've obviously got access to uh, to some capital, and good for them. But yeah, it's a it's a very it's a very bold move, I think, Jeff. And it's a very uh, if you're in the travel business, it's a very encouraging move because it, it does indicate that you know they've uh, they've clearly done their homework. You know, you don't drop 5.8 billion on a whim. So they clearly looked at the market, and boy, if you look at the way the market's expanding uh, and rebounding in the United States, if Canada has anything close to that. You know, leisure travel will be back to fairly normal, even as soon as this winter.
0: What does this mean, do you think, Jim, for the consumer, for the uh, traveler? The fact that uh, Porter will now be out of a Pearson Airport uh, as well, is this going to have some influence when it comes to uh, pricing?
1: Well, you would think so. I was speaking yesterday with Robert Kokonis from AirTrav, and he's an airline consultant. And he was making the same point that, you know, usually, you know, in these cases like this, Jeff, you know, more competition means means lower prices. Um, which is good because I think, you know, all the airlines, as bad a shape as as they're in, I was thinking that there was probably going to be some increase in prices over the next year. Maybe this helps hold that down. And, you know, certainly, you know, Porter's Porter's business model is a really interesting one. And and, uh, when I was speaking with Robert yesterday, he said a lot of his friends in Western Canada have said, boy, you know, we wish we had Porter because, they like the they like the design. They like you know the the, the attendants have those smart little uniforms. Uh, you get the free beer or glass of wine on board. It is a somewhat elevated experience compared to you know a lot of economy offerings that that other Canadian airlines are offering. So um, you know if if they make this a reasonably uh, attractive price price point um, and deliver that kind of service that they're known for, you know. Um, I think it's going to do very well.
0: Yeah, I think you touched on the point that a lot of porter travelers are wondering, does that free beverage, the complimentary beverage, is it staying? Is that in the fine print, this $5.8 know, billion deal?
1: That's a good question. Somehow that didn't make it in the press release, but uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's one to check out. And and not to mention the cappuccino and the nice little uh, shortbreads in the uh, in the lounge at uh, right. the airport. I've always liked those. Those are pretty good. Absolutely. So yeah, it's, but it's a big deal. It's a big deal for, for the Canadian airline industry. It's, it is a real shot in the arm, if you like. Uh, for the industry and, and shows a lot of faith in uh, in, the, in the travel future in Canada.
0: Yeah, does Porter? Do you think, Jim? Do they have any strategic advantages? I think you touched upon this just a moment ago, but some real strategic advantages over maybe some of the uh, quote unquote bigger players already at Pearson.
1: Well, I don't know about that. I mean, it, it really kind of depends. I don't know what what sort of landing fees and all the rest of that stuff they're going to have. I mean, they are certainly swimming with the big boys. When you're when you're at, a, uh, at the island airport, you've got some Air Canada flights, but it's you know it's it's been dominated by uh, by Porter over the years, Chef. So, you know how this is going to work up there. They're obviously going to have to market it. Um, so that's good, um, and you know, the, I, I think though, I think it's really going to be those planes. And you know, it's interesting. The other expansions that have been going on in Canada lately are, are really at the other end of the market, which is Swoop and Flare and I think Enerjet, all very much this ULCC or ultra low cost carriers they call them. Um, so you know, Porter is seeing a different opportunity. And I think it also speaks well to their faith in business travel. Now, a lot of Porter's uh, you know uh, theories or, or the way they've operated in the past has been lots of business travel during the week, people going off to Montreal, Chicago, whatever, New York. Um, and then on weekends, they would do things like, hey, you want to fly to go, go for a skiing trip in Tremblant in the winter or go to New York and go shopping for the weekend. You know, So that's going to be a different business model because you don't fly to San Francisco generally for the weekend. Well, I think they'll they'll you know probably be doing more with focus on their leisure travelers, but you know those business folks that like that like that those special perks and those little uh, nice treatment are certainly going to want to try it out uh, on a, on a trip to Vancouver. So from that standpoint, you have to you'd have to think that uh, you know Air Canada is looking over their shoulder a little bit anyway.
0: Yeah, what is the timeline? Do we know for Porter to arrive at Pearson and for these jets that are now on order, these planes uh, to become part of their fleet?
1: It's pretty fast. They said they they expected this to be up and running by uh, late in 2022. Now, I don't remember whether they said, you know, third quarter or or fourth quarter, but they said it would be sometime they hoped in uh, towards the end of next year, um, which is pretty quick. You know, so that's uh, that's only a little more than a year from now. We might start seeing some of these uh, start seeing some of these planes. And like I said, they've ordered 30. we well, on a firm order, and then there's a potential order for fifty more. All the stories that I've said said they got a pretty good price. So if you're uh, if you're looking to buy a jet, Jeff, uh, maybe this is the, maybe it's a good it's a good time in the market.
0: Okay, well, uh, not tomorrow or the uh, day uh, after, but uh, we'll talk. Uh, okay. Finally, <laughs> let me ask you, uh, Jim, about people who are dying to travel that uh, they've been waiting so long to uh, book that uh, next vacation, that next destination to buy some uh, airline tickets, some plane tickets. Uh, would you advise them to do so uh, right now or wait a little longer? Because as we know, with the pandemic, there were a lot of people left holding their tickets that couldn't get refunds.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's a pretty good time. There have been some there have been some very good deals that I've seen lately, Jeff, and uh, I, I haven't looked in the last day or two. But last time I looked, there were some excellent fares uh, to and from the West Coast, especially um, really great uh, uh, prices for Hawaii and, and some other Caribbean destinations because a lot of Canadians, you know, tend to stay home a little bit more in the summertime. So I think they're trying to lure people to, to destinations that they might not normally uh, visit in the summer. So I've seen some really good prices. Uh, they've all got pretty good flexible booking policies right now. So if you do have to cancel, you can get your money back much easier than you could have uh, a year or a year and a half ago. So, yeah, I think now is I a very good time to, to, to be on the lookout. Uh, but you know keep that flexibility in mind and and maybe keep uh keep an eye on as well you know a a country's COVID situation I I don't think it's trouble to travel with pretty much anywhere in Canada now maybe not the Yukon but I think everywhere else is in in pretty good shape most of the U.S. except for a few pockets is in good shape Europe is welcoming more people every day um so you know you can't even go to Australia even if you wanted to so that's not really an option but yeah there's some good deals and I think it's I think it's a good time and, and uh of course, a lot of folks want to stay home and explore Canada this summer, which is terrific.
0: You bet. Canada's travel guide, Jim Byers, with us this afternoon. Jim, appreciate it as always. Thanks so much.
1: No worries. Okay, see you, Jeff.